What's going on, everybody? Thanks so much for stopping by another live episode of Real Estate Titans. I'm your host, Greg Fowler, traveling throughout the marketplace, interviewing the top real estate professionals in our field, from realtors, lenders, builders, developers, residential or commercial, essentially gathering insight, inspiration, really drives and motivates these top producers above and beyond everybody else in what I'd like to consider a real estate titan. Our very special guest and feature titan today, Nathan Johnson. Nathan. Thanks so much for taking the time. Hey, you're welcome, Blake. Thanks for coming out. It's an honor to have you on the show. I know there's so much anticipation for everybody out there in the audience to really get to know you deeper as a man, as a professional. So let's just dive in if you're all right. All right with that. Let's do it. Uh, so I guess let's start with the first question. Tell everybody a little bit about yourself. Okay, well, I think the most important thing about me that defines me is my faith in Jesus. Love it. Yeah, that's, that's where everything I do comes from. So when I was five, six years old, I accepted Jesus in my heart, and then every day since then, he's been molding me. Wow. I'm still a work in progress, but he's been molding me and helped me become who I am and get me where I am right now. That's huge. Yeah, so that started when I was young, okay. but the background is where I came from. I grew up in the Chicago area. Okay. Lived there until I was out of high school, played football, basketball, Love it. a little bit of track. Okay. Tried baseball, but couldn't hit the ball, <laughs> so it didn't work so well. Yeah, you know, usually <laughs> it helps when you're right at it. Yeah, yeah. So by my senior year, I focused on football. Okay. I was going to play football at Northern Michigan, oh. but got injured playing basketball. Bummer. So at the end of the year, I think it was like end of mid-May, something like that. Okay. Hurt my ankle in a boot for graduation from high school. Wow. Couldn't exercise for about two or three months. Decided not to spend out-of-state money to go play football. Okay. So I went to Wyoming. And my brother, Jeff, who you guys may have met at some point on Greg's show. Yeah, shout out to Jeff if you're watching, <laughs> a fellow Titan. Yeah, so he was at University of Wyoming. My oldest brother, Aaron, who's also in real estate here in town, hmm. went to Wyoming. Wow. And Lana, his wife, went to Wyoming. And she's also a realtor. Yeah. So, yeah. And my dad, who's also a realtor, went to Wyoming. And mom also did. So, so This is a yeah. family affair. Family affair. Yeah. So I decided I'm going to go to Wyoming. Okay. So I went there. I studied a physical education, teacher education. So I was a PE teacher cool. right out of college. Everybody's favorite, you know, class. I, I, can, I can say that for most people. Except right? for the mild day. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> We're going deep here, everybody. This is great. <laughs> yeah. So I taught two years at a middle school in Denver area, and I did PE health and taught computers. Wow. So did that for two years, and then came to Colorado Springs, taught for five years there. Hmm. Then from that point, I coached football as well. Okay. So I, this is my 12th year coaching football coming up. Wow, unreal. Yeah. So then after five years of teaching, um, I felt it wasn't the right fit for me. Okay. And since my brother Jeff was in real estate, he's like, you should try this. I think it would work for you. Hmm. And about six years later, it, it did. Unbelievable. Yeah. Okay. So, and, and that's, that's awesome background for everybody to dive a little bit deeper into you as, as a person. Yeah. Let's get into the professional side. I think it's a great segue. So yeah. what was your progression? You had mentioned Jeff, but what, what was the influence or the thought process for you getting into real estate and what's yeah. it been like up until today? What's your progression? So my last year of teaching, not going into too much detail, yeah. things just weren't quite working out. Okay. The politics of teaching and I guess the style of the way I taught some classes didn't mesh well. Sure. So it was just time. Hmm. And I just loved working with the kids. Right. 99% of the parents were great. Okay. 99%? <laughs> so, you know, that's a pretty good ratio. <laughs> and I'm like, what else can I do? Because I didn't want to sit behind a desk, although real estate behind a desk half the day anyways. But there's, there's some desk time. There's some desk time. But I wanted to work with people. Right. So I'm like, well, 
what can I do? And Jeff was saying, get into real estate. You get to work with people, you get to get out of the house, set your, theoretically set your own hours. Right. I'm like, well, let's do it. So I started doing my coursework that January of 2013. Wow. My last day of teaching was some point in May in 2013. Hmm. Got my first home under contract in May. Got my license in April, first home under contract in May. Hmm. And then I was... After his teaching, I hopped on Jeff Ryder's team. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because my brother Jeff was on there. Sure. And on their team through December. Hmm. And then Jeff I, Jeff created his own team, so hmm. I kind of hopped on Jeff's team. Right. And within a year, it was essentially I was my own team under Jeff's team. Wow. Then we were at Remax Group for a while, and then hmm. Jeff split the Keller Williams, and I stayed with Remax Group. Okay. That's kind of... Kind of brings us in a nutshell where we are now. Love it. But the interesting thing as to how I started my team mm -hmm. was I always told my wife, I just want to be my own agent. I don't want a huge team. I don't want this. I don't want that. Okay. I just want to fly low and, you know, do what I do. Sure. But I coach football. And that's three hours a day during football season and five to ten hours on the weekend for football. Wow, yeah. I'm like, how am I going to do this? So I brought on my first team member. And at first she was just helping with showings. Okay. And she wasn't really a team member. She was with Remax Properties, just helped me with showings. And then I'm like, you know what? To help you out, I'll let you take some of the leads that come in. And she started doing awesome. Perfect. Then I'm like, well, awesome. Let me give you more lead days. She started doing better and better. And I started getting more advertising, more marketing. Hmm. And then four and a half years later, we did a high number of deals. And yeah. I have an actual real team. That's and fantastic. awesome. <laughs> yeah, nothing but positive things in, in the marketplace and your reputation is impeccable. I mean, any time that your name Thank comes you. up, it's, it's always great. And that, that speaks volumes. It really, really does. Yeah. Um, and I think that this is a, a great segue for everybody to really get to know you a little bit more is mm -hmm. really what it comes down to, it, Nathan, is what's your why? I mean, what motivates you to do what you do to the level that you do it at? Yeah, I thought about it. And there's probably a dozen different answers someone could give for that why. Sure. But the one that I thought about was... Um, let me see if I wrote that here. So I put, let's get it right. Yeah. My why is to provide for my family. Okay. That's the why. Jeez. I mean, people didn't have to make money to provide for their family. They'd probably be doing their, I mean, this is an awesome job, but my right. dream job would be coaching football. Sure. But you got to start at the high school level and it's not enough to make a living. Just, right. just being a coach. If you're a teacher and a coach, you can make a living. Okay. So, so the biggest why is to provide for my family. Love that. And then I thought a little bit more about the why. Yeah. And I think, so with teaching, I still donated money, mm -hmm. but with real estate, the opportunity to donate is a little bit higher. Love that. So what I do is from every closing I have, I donate money to Shield 616. Right here. the t-shirt. Yes. It is there. Right, right there. I love that. So Shield 616, from literally every closing the last two years, we've given money to them. So what they do is they provide body armor for first responders. Okay. So firefighters, some EMTs, as well as police officers. Okay. Now, if Jake happens to watch this, he's the founder of it. He's actually in my Bible study small group. Wow. That's so that's awesome. how I heard about it initially is through our church, First Baptist. Okay. Black Forest. Shout out to Jake. Yeah, Jake. <laughs> <laughs> so their organization is awesome. Okay. They've, and I might be wrong on this, but I think they provided every state trooper with body armor. Wow. It's huge. And, and well, I guess in El Paso County. Mm -hmm. And then they made sure every police officer also has one if they don't already have one. Mm -hmm. And now they're starting with the firefighters. So that's what, but this one here, okay. so Shield 616 for firefighters. And now mm -hmm. they 
done Station 1, so I believe every firefighter in Station 1 now has first responder body armor. Ah, oh, that's great. Yeah, Von Miller, he was the spokesperson for the Broncos for this, but okay. they raised, I think it was $200,000 for the Broncos for Shield 616. Wow. In Fort Worth, I think some organizations donated, I think, a million dollars to Shield 616. They helped Fort Worth police officers. Okay. So if you're looking for somewhere to give money to, Shield 616 is a great option for that because it literally saves lives. Yeah, I so. mean, anybody that's watching or listening to this particular episode, uh, we're going to have links down in the comments down below so that you can really uh, get involved and donate if you want to or just see what's going on with Shield 616 or just reach out to Nathan. I mean, he'd be more than happy to guide you through anything that's going on. Um, and, and just to address your, your whys thus far, I mean, to me, there's nothing greater than family and support and going through. But as you stated yeah. into real estate, which is which is wonderful, the more successful you are financially, the more that you can give back, mm -hmm. the more good that you can do. And I love the fact that you're really involved into this charity. So yeah. that speaks volumes about this man here, everybody. So <laughs> a little bit deeper into that. Um, yeah. Let's segue into the next question, if that's okay. Yeah. Um, and this one ends up being the advisory portion. Now, it's yeah. a crowd pleaser because a lot of the professionals that watch this, whether they're new or seasoned, they really want to know what the Titans are doing to grow their business, what they have done for success. So, mm -hmm. Nathan, if you could look back at your business thus far and pick or choose one or two things you added to your business that took it from one level to the next, yeah. what's that look like for you? Well, this first one I wouldn't necessarily say I added, okay. but I just incorporated it from day one. Sure. Is And it's the golden rule. It's to treat others the way you want to be treated. Wow. And that's what I really try to do. Things, if someone calls me with a question, I try and get back to them within a half hour. Because I know if I send someone a question and it takes them two days to get back, it drives me nuts. Like, what's right. going on? Why isn't this? Whatever. Or just in any way. If, mm -hmm. I mean, for a number of different examples I could give. But sure. If I'm thinking, how would I want this to be handled if I were another person's shoes? I try and do it that way. That's huge. And with my team, that's what I try to instill in them as well. Okay. And they're individuals, so, you know, ultimately they do what they do. Right. But that's the example that I try and set for the team. Mm -hmm. And theoretically, it rubs off. And our team's great. So. Okay. And they might already have that instilled in them. And that's probably the reason they want to be on my team, maybe. Love it. So yeah, Light attracts light. I mean, mm -hmm. it's a culture thing that everybody wants to get a part of. Yeah. Uh, leadership, as you are in that way, in a multitude of your life, right? Coaching and yeah. team lead and all the different things that you do in your life. Um, it is by example. And yeah. I, I love that you mentioned that, right? People don't necessarily listen to what we're told. They listen to what is being portrayed in front of us. Yeah. Um, so I love the fact that you mentioned that yeah. for sure. Um, I know another thing, and this is something that I learned before I got married. Okay. So a little background. I met my wife. May 17th of 2013, was married December 15th of 2013. Okay. So, so one thing that he told us to make a marriage good, and this is any working relationship good, mm -hmm. is don't assume the worst in someone. Always assume they have your best interest. Ah, oh, that's great. Now, if someone has a track record of doing mistakes, obviously be on your guard. It's different. Yeah. But if someone usually has your best interest and they do something out of the ordinary, don't automatically assume, that person's out to get me, they're going to hurt me, they're doing this, they're doing that. Right assume this person loves me, so they're probably not purposely trying to be a jerk. Hmm. There must be something we're misunderstanding with each other. So it gives sure. you a different viewpoint to approach the problem. Wow. Yeah, that's a, that's a deep thought for everybody out there, you know, who's watching or listening to this is really reflect on and think about that. Give, give everybody the benefit of the doubt and, you know, obviously pay attention. 
Yeah. Right. Because if it's a if it's a pattern, that one way or the other, then it's usually the case scenario with it. But I, I yeah. love that advice that you're mentioning out uh, for for you, your team, and for everybody out there. Yeah. Um, anything else that comes to mind just off the top of your head? Are you thinking about or? Take my notes here. Okay. Yeah. And, and Nathan is so prepared. <laughs> I love this. This is so yeah. great. He wants to give everything for everybody out there. So I appreciate that. And that's really it for that particular question. Okay. okay is, cool. Yeah. So I haven't. I'm trying to think of something that actually changed in the business. Sure. I guess some things that changed were systems. Okay. Because I went to the Remax team event just before R4. Love it. And they said if there's a problem, it's because your systems aren't right. Hmm. Well said. So, yeah, so, I forget who said it. I think it was part of the, I, forget, I don't want to say the wrong name of the coaching group, but okay. so okay. I'm not going to say it, but sure. <laughs> hey, I can't remember what it was. That's fair. That's fair. So, but they said um, if there's something going wrong in your business and you can't figure out what it is, evaluate your systems. Okay. So every time I see a hiccup, whether it's, I didn't send a reminder to get HOA documents out in time. Okay. I'm like, all right, I gotta fix my system so that doesn't happen. Wow. So over the last three or four years, my system has modified itself. I see a problem, change the system. See a problem, change the system. That's beautiful. That, that's huge, but hopefully everybody wrote that down because that is very strategic, treating it like a business, knowing those systems, that's really scaling. So yeah. I'm, I'm so glad that you added that into that. It's so, yeah. so good takeaway. Um, so I do want to change the uh, actual question into this, change the subject a little yeah. bit. This one is the tricky part of this interview in the series, but it really gives everybody a deeper window as to who you are as a professional, as a person. It's yeah. a challenge question. So yeah. um, I always lead into, you know, we all deal with challenges. No one's exempt, whether it's in the past, now, or into the future. We all have struggle. We all have hardship. Yeah. It's not so much what happens, but what we do to overcome that and look at the situation that truly matters. So Nathan, yeah. if you're comfortable sharing a challenge with everybody out there that you dealt with, that you overcame, that you became stronger because of it, what's yeah. it look like for you? I know in high school, I mentioned a little bit earlier, I was supposed to go play football in Northern Michigan. Mm-hmm. I had classes selected out. I was getting a computer science degree. I was ready to go. Sure. I was at a basketball tournament again in May because I was decent at both mm-hmm. and landed on someone's foot going for a rebound. Didn't tear anything in my ankle, but a really bad sprain. Uh. So I was in a boot from probably mid-May until end of June, early July. Okay. And I was in no shape to play football. So and suddenly I'm like, all right, what am I going to do? So I went to prayer, asked okay. Jesus, what do you have planned for me? I had my life planned this way, and suddenly you're turning it this way. Hmm. So that was hard. But yeah. fortunately, both my brothers were at the University of Wyoming. Okay. So I'm like, all right, God, let's see what you have planned for me. And that actually worked out well with my brother. We roomed together. We got along most of the time. I love it. Yeah, <laughs> brothers. <laughs> I mean, I'm the youngest of four boys, so I understand yeah, the camaraderie. The of three, so. Yeah, good yeah. man, good man. So that was one, and at the time, when you're 18 years old, that's a pretty big thing when you're supposed to be playing football, and suddenly you're not playing football anymore. Right. And, I mean, I probably could have played somewhere else, but it wasn't worth it at that point. Sure, sure. So, so then, fast forward to my teaching job in Denver. Okay. Because... I wanted to be a teacher for at least from college on. Right. Because I wanted to like sports, I wanted to do PE. So I was a teacher at a middle school there. Okay. And I was really involved. I did chaperoning trips to Washington, D.C. with a bunch of eighth graders. Okay. And that was my second year. Yeah. And then that was in April, spring break. Hmm. And most of the job openings are posted before spring break. Okay. So I get back from the D.C. trip and they're like, well, we don't have a job for you next year. Ouch. I was like, what do you mean? It's like, well, we tried to see if we could do this, teach, have you teach more computer classes, this and that, but once again, a long story short, yeah. they, 
they made PE optional at the middle school. Hmm. And so 180 fewer kids took PE the next year. So that means that's essentially a teacher and a half right. less. So I didn't have a job. Wow. So once again, I'm like, all right, God, you helped me out before. Yeah. What do you have planned for me now? So I, it's end of April, so most jobs are filled. Sure. I threw in my teaching application from pretty much every website I could find in Colorado. Hmm. And I'm a shout out for Billy Gable, if he happens to watch this. Him and um, Danny Royko, who are PE teachers there, wow. they saw my, I think it was Billy, saw my resume. Okay. And I mentioned um, FCA, Fellowship of Christian Athletes. Okay. And Billy Gable's a believer. Hmm. So he's like, and he could coach, and he played football, want to coach football. Okay. It's so like, all right, so let's interview Nathan. And the only thing he, that caught his eye was FCA. So, he's oh, got an inner varsity. I forget which one it was on there. But okay. he's like, all right, so interviewed, and I got a job at Pine Creek High School. It's huge. Which is a very highly sought after school to teach yeah. at. So, I went through the whole interview process, and I also ended up student, I student taught at Eagle Bloom Middle School hmm. years ago, but many, many years before I was taught. Okay. And I student taught one of, one of our PE teacher's daughters, okay. which happened to remember me. Hmm. So, it all kind of worked out. So, I'm like, all right, God, you got this under control. Sure. You close one door, and another one opens. Right. So those are two pretty yeah. trying times. And then my switch from teaching to real estate sure. was kind of a gamble, really. Right. Because I went from a steady, secure job with retirement to more or less being self-employed. Right. Straight commission. Yeah. You know, here it is. And the day I decided that was the day I met my wife. Wow. <laughs> so, All these things kind of coming together, right? I don't think they're coincidences. No. No, no, especially me and my wife. That was a blessing. Yeah. She's probably listening right now. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> She's amazing. She's Absolutely awesome. amazing. Um, so. You know, and uh, thanks for so much for sharing that, Nathan, because uh, there's so much to your stories that you're sharing there, and it's going to hit with so many different people. I mean, to, to injuries and, and then, you know, career changes and adjustments and talking about your faith and, and then obviously, you know, your new career going through and then meeting your spouse. I mean, there's so much there. Um, you know, but again, it's molded you to the man that you are today. Mm -hmm. Without those challenges, you wouldn't be who you are, right? Yeah. And so it's just one of those things that we don't wish ill upon ourselves or hopefully we go through this struggle, but you are who you are because of it, yeah. right? And you come out hopefully a better person, more knowledgeable, um, your heart's adjusted, things like that, your soul. So I, I think that's, that's yeah. great. So thank you so much for sharing yeah. that because it's not easy to air it out in front of everybody. Yeah. Um, I do want to go to a softer question right. now. Um, so we got through that, everybody. Uh, but when it comes down to it, this is actually one of my favorite questions. This is the travel back in time question. So if yeah. you could look back uh, at your life and give your younger self a piece of advice or two, what would you say to young Nathan? Yeah, I thought about this one, and I wrote in this paper, I don't have anything. Okay. But I, I think I thought of something. Uh, yeah. 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 It's, in middle school and elementary, I was trying to fit in with people. Okay. Trying to, like when the style was wearing baggy pants. Yeah, sure. I wore baggy pants. I had to hold my pants up when I was playing basketball. I'm like, why am I even doing this? You're, what, what is but, this happening here, right? So that's... And then the style would change. Some of my friends listened to like grunge heavy metal, which yeah. some people like, and that's great, but sure. I learned to like it. Mm -hmm. I'm still listening to Metallica every once in a while, but it yeah. wasn't country was my thing. Right. But my friends listen to country. So, oh, yeah. and it's just those little things that start changing who you are. Mm -hmm. And then finally in high school, some friends I had from elementary on, yeah. I just weren't making the best choices. Right. And so my end of my junior year, I just, literally had to stop hanging out with all my friends I've had from elementary. Wow. Unreal. Yeah. So if I could tell my past self something, yeah. I'm like, 
hey, those friends are hanging out, but they're not going to be doing the best things. Mm. Okay. They're trying to find a new angle. But I say that, but that, once again, like you said earlier, it makes me who I am. Right. Going through those things, knowing, and at that point, I'm like, all right, I need to be with who I'm comfortable with, not mm-hmm. try and fit in with the crowd that I partially fit in, but not fully. Right. And go with who you want to be with, who's going to make you better. Wow. I, to me, that's such a, a deep understanding for people, and everybody who's watching or listening, myself included, that's huge takeaway is trying not to conform, uh, you know, be, be an original, be you, yeah. you know, and you're not trying to hurt anybody. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're really just trying to say, Hey, these are my likes and interests. And you know what, if not everybody gets along with that or understands that's okay, we're all different people, yeah. but there's so many professionals, especially in top tier that they do want to please everybody and they want to make sure that they're everything to everyone. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a slippery slope. Yeah. And I've learned, I can't make everyone happy. Right. You can't. Some things taken out of context or heard third hand and then only hear bits and pieces hmm. and someone gets mad at me for it, I, I can't affect that. I can't change that. Gosh. Yeah. So Good advice. I just have to understand some people just aren't going to like me for whatever reason or another. I can't do anything about it. And I don't know why. What's wrong with you guys? <laughs> this man's awesome. But uh, no, Nathan, thank yeah. you so much. That's great advice. Again, for everybody out there, myself included, is really evaluate that and think about what you're doing. I, I, I yeah. love that. It's really, really good stuff. Um, I do want to go into the next question, which is the feeding of the mind. And this yeah. is really another crowd pleaser. A lot of the viewers, newer seasoned professionals that are watching this or listening, they want to know what the Titans are doing or have done to feed their minds, how they're growing intellectually. Um, yeah. So I always lead into you know books you've read or reading, podcasts you're listening to, influencers on social media, coaches. How are you feeding your mind? So my influencer for the last uh, seven, eight months has been Stephen King. Okay. Yeah. The, the, the Stephen author, King. Stephen King, right? <laughs> I don't know if you're watching Stephen. Because <laughs> <laughs> book on tape, because I drive around a lot. Okay, love it. And I mean, I listen to music once in a while and sure. sometimes news, but news is kind of depressing. It can be very <laughs> so, depressing, yes. Yeah, so I'm like, I need to do something else. So I started listening to Stan. Okay. I've read it once, watching movies, of course, sure. but it probably took me four months to get through the stand. Wow. So long. Yeah. Now I'm listening to It. Okay. So, so that's my the brain strengthening yeah. stuff. <laughs> well, and I love that you're mentioning that because there, there's so many professionals, nothing against it. I mean, I try to read and, and influence on a mix myself too, but a lot of people are so business oriented or, it, you know, real estate related, or yeah. if it's business related, it's nice for you to expand your mind outside of the business. Or let your mind relax. Yeah. The unplugged, the creative yeah. side. And that's what that is. When I'm driving between houses on showings, I just take five or 10 minutes just to step into a different world for... <laughs> A that's that's great. I, yeah. I mean, to me, and, and something that I picked up, and I know that several others did who are listening or watching. You said book on tape. It's dating yourself. True. I, I, I tell you, I still call them books on tape. Yeah. When when I was growing up, we did a lot of road trips, and that was it. Books on tape. And I still, yeah. I know they're MP3s, or you know, they're on different yeah. podcast indications. Streaming books, streaming books. There we go. Is that right? <laughs> I, yes. I love that you said books on tape. So yeah. shout out to all the old yeah, school people, the old people who are watching or listening. I'm right there with you. As far as like podcast type things. Things, there's I, li- I listen to Dave Ramsey. Okay. Yeah. Because, I mean, I like to think I deal okay with money. Mm-hmm. There's always ways we can get better. Sure. But when I, when I was a teacher and I had lots of student loans, I had to be tight with my money. Right. I had to be. So I listened to him. I went through Financial Peace University, did all that. So it's just interesting listening to people who, a lot of people have been where I've been, who I listen to on the cat podcast and all that. Sure. So that's another thing I listen to, just 
I mean, it's not really relevant to real estate per se, but it's, it, it is because it's managing money. And Correct. Clients always have problems. Why well, this credit card, this, this, how do I get qualified? And that does help a little bit saying, all right, well, first, don't spend, don't spend money you don't have. Right. <laughs> and second, pay off this first, the big one, then, you know, snowball it. And right. Shout to Dave Ramsey if he's listening. Hey, Dave. <laughs> you're you're going to be listed in the comments down below, Dave. So, and just so, just so everybody knows with that, I mean, I will have the books, uh, podcasts, anything that's listed underneath for with Nathan saying so you can learn and grow your mind the same way that this man is doing. <laughs> um, is there anything else into that? or? Um, and then I listen to yeah, yeah. a lot of Steve Crowder and Ben Shapiro stuff. Okay. So okay. I find their view and take on things. Crowder's kind of more of a comedian, but he's also politically outspoken right and Ben Shapiro's is very interesting what he says as well so love that yeah you know I but I think that again it gives everybody a, a full scope and understanding of again how you're growing and feeding your mind and obviously you know yeah. your markets you know your business but it's taking you out yeah um, it's really just expanding different parts of your brain you wouldn't necessarily touch yeah. and, I, and I love that so that's that's a great way to learn everybody <laughs> learn from this man here and learn from people who agree with or, or don't agree with well said yeah because some people think just by listening to someone means I always agree with them. Right. Sometimes we want to hear differing perspectives on things. Hmm. So there's things on my radio that I switch to, whether it's Crowder, Shapiro, or other names that I don't agree with. But I just like knowing both sides so I can make an educated decision on something. That's, that's so. big. <laughs> I, I love that. And, and so on that note, anybody out there who agrees or disagrees with this man, you know, I don't know why you would disagree, but um, if you want to jump into the conversation, if something stuck out to you that Nathan said or a point or if you're following or reading any books along those same lines, please share in the comments down below. Get engaged. Reach out to this man. He is an open book. He's a wonderful professional in person. Nathan, I want to wrap this whole thing yeah. up with a final question. This has been chock full of awesome information, tons of takeaways for everybody. But the last question is the quote or mantra. So if you could sum yourself up as a man, as a professional, yeah. with a quote or a mantra that you live by, yeah. what's that look like for Nathan Johnson? I would say I mentioned it earlier, do to others what you have them do to you. Love it. That'd be it. Yeah? Yeah. And that, that to me is, is a true testament into who you are and what you represent in the community, the legacy that you're laying out here. Nathan, yeah. this has been awesome, my friend. I want to thank you. Yeah. Uh, you're an official real estate out. titan, my awesome. friend. Um, <laughs> thanks, everybody, so much for your time and attention, your love and support. Again, if you like what we're doing here at Real Estate Titans, like the Facebook page, subscribe to iTunes, Spotify, the whole nine for the audio files. Um, show us some love. really means a lot. Yeah. Live every Tuesday and Friday afternoon, a different Titan, a different location. We'll catch everybody on the next live episode of Real Estate Titans. Right, thank you, everybody. Take care.